Jesus asked almost 200 questions throughout the gospel. And these are the first two. One, why are you searching for me? Why are you looking for me? And then two, didn't you know that I would be in my father's house? These are profound questions that not only Jesus asks uh, to his mother, but I think they're profound questions for you and for me. Why are you searching for me? Why are you looking for Jesus? Each of us, I think, will have a different answer to that question. Maybe you come here this morning and you're looking for Jesus because you believe that he is the most authentic person who ever lived. Maybe you look for Jesus because you want to help people and you believe that Jesus just embodies compassion for people. Maybe you look for Jesus because it's in his humility, it's in his suffering, it's in his forgiveness, it's in his death that you just see this pure and selfish love. Maybe you look for Jesus because you're looking for something more. Whatever it is that you've done in your life, in whatever way you've looked for answers, they haven't quite been fulfilling enough. And you're looking for something more. You feel like the little orphan Oliver asking for more porridge. Please, sir, I like some more. You know, there's, there's got to be something more in life. Because let's be honest, this thing that they project in our culture, in our, in our nation, the American dream, the pursuit of a career, the pursuit of a house, marriage, a couple of kids, a couple of cars, it's not always fulfilling. There are many people who go and get the American dream only to go through what we clarify as a midlife crisis. To have a moment when it's like, well, I did everything the world told me I should do. And I got everything the world told me I should get. And I'm still not happy. We go through a divorce. We have heartache. We're bored. It's just simply not fulfilling. The world tells us that we should go after money and fame and power. And yet we see people in Hollywood have all of that. They got money, they got fame, they got power, but man, they got an overwhelming divorce rate, drug and alcohol addiction, suicide. I mean, the things of the world that we say we're supposed to go and to get because that brings happiness, it just doesn't. And so maybe you come here today just wanting something more. What the world tells you is what you need to be happy isn't making you happy. Maybe you're looking for Jesus because you've gone to church your whole life. You've done the church thing and you still feel like something is missing. You've done the corporate worship thing. You've done the small group thing. You've done the serving thing. And yet there's still something missing. There's something more. You're looking for Jesus because you know that he's there. But you're not experiencing him the way that you think that you should. The way in which scripture writes. Because I don't know about you. When I'm looking through the gospels. And I'm seeing the amazing things that Jesus did. And I'm seeing the things that he taught. And all of that. I look at my life and go wow that's. Not quite the same thing. I know times have changed, but man, there's got to be more to this journey with God. To be honest, I think most, if not many Christians, are really bored with their faith. 
they do the rituals, the things that they say they're supposed to do, but what's missing is that passion, that, that longing, that excitement that I find in the scriptures. Maybe you come here today and you're searching for Jesus because you're looking for that something more in your spirituality. We've let church define Jesus instead of discovering him for ourselves. Maybe our spiritual journey is as passionate as yesterday's oatmeal. And we're like, man, I want something more. Maybe, just maybe, you're looking for Jesus deep down because you believe he's alive. You read those scriptures and, and you're like, I, I know that this is true. You can't quite put your hands on why it is, but you just know that it is. And you read about compassion and forgiveness and grace and mercy and joy. And that Jesus comes to bring life to the fullest. And you believe those things and you desperately want them. You're looking for Jesus because you're just hungry and you're thirsty for God. You've come here exploring because the life that you're experiencing is not the life that you want. The life that you're experiencing is not the life that Jesus says that you can. The life that you're living is not truly the life that you want. I'm here to tell you that searching for Jesus with that kind of desire is the greatest sort of search you can ever be on. Because God comes and He promises us that if we search for Him, if we look for Him wholeheartedly, that no matter what our answer to the question is, why are we looking for Jesus, that if that is the question in which we are asking, Jesus promises that we will find Him. I love the way that Jeremiah articulates this in chapter 29. He says this, In those days when you pray, I will listen. Isn't that an amazing promise? That when you are looking for God and you're like, God, are you out there? He promises, I will listen. It continues and it says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. So whatever the answer to the question, why are you looking for Jesus? The good news is if, is if you are asking that question, if it's just driving you, the good news is God says, you'll find me. See, my friends, God is not hiding from you and from me. Sometimes we have this idea that when I'm looking for God or I'm looking for God's will, that he's like keeping, uh, he's like playing keep away. You know, like this is God's will. And he's like, oh, that's over here. And then you look over here and he switches hands on you. And, and you know, you're like, God, I want to fight. No, God is like here. Here's my will. God wants you to find his will more than you want to find it. And when you are wholeheartedly searching for God, he promises you will find him. And then it continues in Jeremiah. He says, I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. Now, that's not just about money. That's, that's about that life we were just talking about. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you, and I will bring you home. See, when we say and we read that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, that word shalom, it means a whole lot more than the absence of conflict or the absence of war. It means coming back home. It means wholeness. My friends, I'm here to tell you that God is so in love with you. He so wants a deep, passionate, life-giving relationship with you. He wants... 
you to find Him. He wants to discover in you, or He wants to place in you ways to discover Him that you can't even imagine. He wants to blow your mind with His love, with His ways, with His purpose, with His passion. Because there is nothing God loves more than keeping His promises, answering our prayers, performing miracles, fulfilling dreams, and bringing us back home. Because that's who He is. That's what He does. And that's what God wants for you. Now the second question that Jesus asks is, Didn't you know that I had to be about... My, uh, I had to be in my father's house. Another translation puts it this way. You should have known that I would be in my father's house. Yet another translation, the King James says, I must be about my father's business. That one's a little more close than the first two, but none of them are completely right. In fact, if we go to the original Greek, it says this, it implies a desire of Jesus' heart. He says, don't you know that I had to be about my father? I had to be about what God is about. I had to be about those things. See, this question implies or it, it points to the desire of a heart. See, I think Jesus had to be about the things that God wanted him to be about. And you and I need to be about the things that God wants us to be about. That it has to be about God, not about my own agenda. That life isn't about me, it's about God. And no matter the reason why you're looking for Jesus, the answer is found in his second question. That desire of where you find him. Because when you're searching for him, you got to know, where do I look? You look when you are looking at the things in which God is about. You're going to find him where you find where God is doing his thing. You're going to find him when you discover the things that are of the heart of God. Because you're going to find Jesus doing the things that God wants him to do. The answer to something more is to seeking and finding and going after God's ways. That life that's all about Him. Jesus tells us in Matthew 10, 39, He says, If you cling to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you're going to find it. We won't grow in wisdom. We won't grow in our spiritual walk with God until we shift our focus. Because our focus determines our reality. It determines the question in which we are asking. If we focus on our wants, then enough will never be enough. And our heart will slowly get smaller and smaller. If we focus on the things of this world, they're not going to last. If our focus is on our pleasure, then joy will escape us. If our focus is on the here and the now, then you will try to hang on to everything that you have. And... I have yet to see a hearst pulling a U-Haul. You can't take the things of this world with you. But if your focus is God, and you're saying, I'm searching for Jesus, then do the things in which God is about. Place your desires there. Then if God wants it done, you do that. And then you will find Him. You will be given your life away only to discover that you'll find it. 
That when you stop pursuing what you want and start pursuing what he wants, when you give up your life, you will find your life in him. He is the something more. God is life. Being about the Father's business is about having a heart after God. Having a life after God. Desiring what He desires. Love what He loves. That is life. A life that is filled with wonder and awe and passion and excitement. A life that is filled with beauty and mystery. That is a life searching after God. See, why was Jesus there in the temple discussing the things of God with the people of God? Because Jesus was looking and searching for even a deeper relationship with God. See, Luke tells us that Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and favor before God. That Jesus himself was knowing God deeper. He wanted to be about what God was about. He went looking for it. He went searching for God. He wrestled with those deep reasons and thoughts of life. And there he discovered God. He discovered, he grew in this relationship. And that's awesome. Because I too want to know God deeper. I too want God to look at me. And say he grew in wisdom. And he grew in favor. In the eyes of God. And the eyes of men. And I hope that that is your desire too. That you would be on a quest to find Jesus. And to find Jesus in the things that are of the heart of God. You're going to find him by doing what God wants you to do. By being of the things that he's about. And there you will discover a depth of a relationship that he wants you to find. Let's pray. Precious Lord, we come before you. And Father, we want to be about the things that you are about. Because all of us are on a quest. A quest to find you. A quest to grow in our relationship with you. A quest to discover the life and the reason in which you have created us. And Father, thank you for your promise. That if we look for you, we'll find you. Thank you for the promise. That when we're wanting to discover the reason why you created us, that we're going to discover it. So, Father, would you just develop in us a passion to develop and to search and to go on that quest to be about what you are about. That what you love, we want to love. And what breaks your heart, we want it to break our heart. To what you're about, we want to be about. Because we want to grow as Jesus grew in wisdom and in favor before you and before men. We love you, Lord. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.